0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. A new business survey shows executives have concern with Michigan's economic outlook in the next 6 to 12 months. Jeff Donofrio, the president of Business Leaders for Michigan, says many employers still have confidence, even with the potential of softening conditions. Inflation and uh, the inability to find talent at times does impact that outlook. What I think is important here to focus on is the fact that our CEOs and and their companies are saying that they're going to be the same or better 80 plus percent in both categories in investment and in employment in Michigan. So that's a strong sign of health for Michigan's economy. In the survey, when asked about the economic outlook of Michigan for the next 6 to 12 months, 48% said they believe things will stay the same. 46% said they'll get worse. Lakeshore Public Schools will ask voters to approve a nearly $20 million bond in May's elections. A survey to gauge public opinion and needs was conducted last year and at a Monday meeting. Lakeshore Superintendent Greg Eating said the Michigan Department of Treasury has given the district a green light to seek the bond. Board President Jason Beckrow spoke to Eading. I appreciate the various committees who have worked through this. Mr. Eading, I appreciate work you've done in communicating with the public. We're just getting started. The district will seek $19.9 million to improve buildings in the bus garage. Also Monday, the board elected Rachel Wade as the new board president. Beckrow then handed the meeting off to her. He stepped down from the post after three years and will now be the board vice president. Meanwhile, Lakeshore Schools will purchase 18.8 acres of land next to the middle school. At last night's meeting, Superintendent Greg Eating said the property at John Beers Road near Washington Avenue will be of use to the district. This gives us access to Washington Avenue, potentially making a change to our traffic pattern at the middle school and allows for potential expansion. There should be a standing ovation. (laughs) The property is mostly open fields, but does include a barn. Board Vice President Jason Beckrow said it's been a goal of the district to purchase that that land for a while now. The cost of the property is two hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. Meanwhile, another school board business last night. After the November elections, the Brandywine School Board in Niles was the only school board in Southwest Michigan to be swept by We the Parents candidates. Now, that board is preparing to make sweeping changes to the district as it created new committees last night to oversee curriculum, sex education, explicit book review, and more. We attended the meeting and gained an inside look at several heated moments as the board members expressed their opinions. A lot of you don't want to hear what were in these books. You guys are in denial that they're there, and they are there. I would be more than happy to share any of this content. That was a board member seeking to read what she called an explicit book. Recap videos from the meeting and a public comment from students, teachers, alumni, parents, and community members can now be found on our Facebook page. A grant of $75,000 from the American Electric Power Foundation will help the city of Bridgman improve a popular park. Bridgeman Recreation Director Sarah Ball tells us the grant will go toward replacing the playground at Toth Park. A goal is to make it more accessible. We are going to, in time, remove the existing play structures because they are outmoded, and we are indeed for a new modern playground. We'll remove those down the road after the new playscape is installed. Ball says the new playground will be moved behind the pavilion so it's no longer next to the parking lot. The public identified improvements to Toth Park as a goal during master planning. It's a very simplistic park that we're hoping in time we can do small upgrades such as a new playscape and then further on down the road make more updates. Ball says the project's been in the works for about two years. The city will contribute $200,000 while the $50,000 state grant, donations, and the AEP support will make up the rest of the project's $332,000 cost. The work will start in the fall. Governor Gretchen Whitmer will deliver her State of the State address tomorrow night. We will carry that speech starting at 7 p.m. And also providing a Republican response to the governor will be State Senator Eric Nesbitt. His office says he'll deliver a video response immediately after the address. The governor is expected to use her annual address to call for gun safety laws, including a red flag law along with tax relief and a plan for how to use a massive budget surplus. Again, the address is expected to start at 7.05 p.m. tomorrow here on WSJM. Homelessness is spiking in West Michigan, especially among women. Thelma Insink is the director of DeGage Ministries, which expanded its women's shelter a couple of years ago. We're seeing trends here at DeGage that mirror national trends. Uh, Two years ago when we started our renovation of our building, we had about 33 women in shelter. And today we have over 100 women Uh, in shelter every night and many of them are ages uh, 60 and older. About one-third of the ladies we serve right now are over the age of 60. Ensing says many are women who have worked but their social security is not enough to allow them to afford their own place. She says it's an issue and the community will need to address it to have more affordable senior housing. A plan from developers to construct a mixed-use development of condos, boat docks, and a restaurant at the site of the former Chase Bank building on Riverview Drive in Benton Harbor has the support of Cornerstone Alliance. Cornerstone President Rob Cleveland tells us the plan could unlock other potential projects on Riverview Drive. He says it's great news for the community and that the developers have a, quote, track record of successful quality projects. Cleveland adds, quote, Mayor Mohammed has been vocal about the city's need for transformational development in Riverview Drive. The project will be a catalyst for reviving Riverview Drive and creating a more connected Benton Harbor. And Preliminary plans for the development are expected to be presented to the Benton Harbor City Commission in the spring. And a new study released in the Journal of the American Medical Association has looked into the connection and effects of screen time on the development of young children. It revealed screen time could be associated with poor communication development and daily living skills. Dr. Kevin Daisy is with the Children's Hospital of Michigan. I mean, really what it found was uh, sort of what uh, we were looking for confirmation of things that we already know. Um, You know, what it found was obviously um, there's an association between the more um, our our kids and toddlers are are in front of a screen and the more difficult uh, there is with um, language development, expression, and also uh, social skills. The study focused mainly on kids ages 2 and 3. It also revealed frequent outdoor playtime reduced the association between screen time and less-than-average childhood development. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and DeWajak, where furniture shopping is fun. Investigators in Northern California say an active shooter at two mushroom farms who killed co-workers was definitely a case of workplace violence. Seven victims were killed. ABC's Alex Stone has more. There is no doubt in San Mateo County District Attorney Stephen Wagstaff's mind that what unfolded was sparked by anger with co-workers. Not a hate crime and not anger against the suspect's employer. He gave several hour long statement last night in this building here. And uh, while I won't go into the statement, what I will say it has alleviated for us any thought that this was a hate crime. It was not a hate crime. The alleged shooter is likely to appear in court on Wednesday. Alex Stone, EBC News. U.S. officials say the U.S. is poised to approve sending M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine as international reluctance to send tanks to the battlefront against the Russians appears to be eroding. According to one official, the U.S. announcement is expected to come tomorrow in coordination with an announcement by Germany, that it will approve Poland's request to transfer German-made Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Officials said Abrams' tanks could be brought under an upcoming Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative package, which provides longer-range funding for weapons and equipment to be purchased from commercial vendors. Weapons provided through the Assistance Initiative can take many months to several years to actually reach the battlefield. The Treasury Department says it's taking additional steps to prevent the U.S. from breaking its debt ceiling. ABC's Elizabeth Schelze has more from Washington. In a new letter to congressional leaders, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says she authorized an additional accounting maneuver to prevent the U.S. from breaching the debt limit. Yellen says the Treasury Department will stop fully investing in a government investment fund for federal workers. The move is allowed by law and won't affect federal retirees or employees. Yellen previously said these, quote, extraordinary measures would prevent the U.S. from defaulting on its debt until at least June, buying lawmakers some time to reach a deal. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington. Documents with classified markings have been found in former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home. That's according to his attorney. The documents had been inadvertently boxed and transported to Pence's home at the end of the last administration, according to Pence's lawyer, Greg Jacob. He spoke to the National Archives in a letter last week. He said that Pence, quote, was unaware of the existence of sensitive or classified documents at his personal residence and that he, quote, understands the high importance of protecting sensitive and classified information and stands ready and willing to cooperate fully with the National Archives. ABC's Catherine Falders has an update on the investigation into what was found at the homes and offices of President Joe Biden. The House Oversight Committee has asked for visitors' logs. They wrote a letter to the White House chief of staff. The White House has responded, and they said that they don't have these visitors' logs. They don't maintain visitors' logs of the Wilmington home, given that that's a personal residence. But now the House Oversight Committee has asked the Secret Service for any visitor information in order to get into a home, especially where a president is or somebody who is protected by Secret Service protection there has to be some sort of paper trail in terms of who's coming in and their information. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google seeking to shatter its alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the government. The government alleges that Google's plan to assert dominance has been to, quote, neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Alphabet Incorporated, Google's parent company, says the suit, quote, doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. There's something new from Amazon. Prescription drugs for a flat fee. ABC's Derek Dennis has more. It's called RX Pass, a new benefit for Amazon Prime members. Generic prescription drugs for a flat monthly $5 fee, including delivery. Amazon says it's for customers needing meds for more than 80 common health conditions like high anxiety, high blood pressure, and acid reflux. No insurance necessary, but a doctor's prescription is mandatory. With RX Pass, it is reassuring to see that a prescription is required. ABC News Contributor Dr. Alok Patel calls the benefit a good option. But it's also important for patients to understand that not all generic medications will be available. Derek Dennis, ABC News. An Israeli group raising funds for Jewish extremists convicted in some of the country's most notorious hate crimes is collecting tax-exempt donations from Americans. That's according to an investigation by the Associated Press and Israeli investigative platform Shomrim. The findings give a sign that Israel's radical right is gaining a new foothold in the United States. The, the amount of money raised through the U.S. nonprofit isn't known, though. But the money trail runs from New Jersey to imprisoned Israeli radicals who include the assassin of late Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin, as well as people convicted in deadly attacks on Palestinians. And the Oscar nominations were out this morning. A sci-fi multi-universe movie led the pack. Here's Jason Nathanson. It seems like everything, everywhere, all at once was... Everywhere. Very busy today, no uh, time to help you. The Wild Multiverse Action Adventure scored the most nominations 11, including Best Picture and acting nods for Michelle Yeoh, Kiwi Kwan, Stephanie Hsu, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Big Blockbusters did well, Best Picture nods for the Avatar and Top Gun sequels, though no acting nominations for either film. Are you queen? Angela Bassett scored a Best Supporting Actress nod for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the first acting nomination for a Marvel film. And Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans gets a Best Picture nomination, Spielberg's record-setting 12th film nominated for the top prize. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.